Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And this is also the first day of school for so many school kids. And there are also a lot of migrant kids in the school system. So there's a lot of complications this year and a lot to take in. And joining us now is the Chancellor of the New York City Department of Education, uh, Chancellor David Banks. Great to have you here on the show, sir. Happy to be here. Did I hear you say it's the cat's birthday today? If it is, happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I can't believe I'm getting so old. (laughs) <laughs> you're wiser. getting better, my friend. Wiser. Wiser. He looks great yes. for 50. Doesn't he look great? I, I, first, I first met the chancellor years and years ago when I was running for mayor. I think he was running some, what was it, charter schools in Harlem. And alternative was, schools. Alternative right, schools. And, and, in, and in the Bronx. And uh, Yeah, and you were doing a phenomenal job, and uh, I, I hope it carries forward to uh, uh, our public school system. I appreciate that. Absolutely. We're going to take that work. They weren't charter schools. They were traditional public schools. But we did them together with the organization 100 Black Men. We transformed the lives of lots of young men and uh, continue to do that work. I'm going to try to do that for the whole school system. Well, whatever help you need, we're all here to help you. Thank you. So the big question that a lot of people are calling in on, uh, you know, I believe in immigration and uh, I am pro-immigration. These kids that are coming in and have to go to our schools, some people are are yelling and screaming about – Oh, is anybody checking them and giving them uh, shots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all, all of our kids have to be vaccinated when they go to school. You know, the kids who are already are in, are, are in New York City, um, when they go to school, they get up to 14 days before they, uh, before they can be excluded from school just to give them enough time to get their vaccination shot. The kids who are the migrant kids are given 30 days. This is according to state law. So, uh, uh, you know, they're just given a couple of extra weeks to get those shots, some of the challenges that they face. But within that first month, they've got to get them just like everybody else has to do theirs within the first two weeks. And uh, and then they're all in the schools. We want to keep everybody safe. We want to make sure all the kids have all their vaccinations. So that's important. I think that a lot of people think that the kids who have been coming as migrants don't have to get shots. And uh, they think that's unfair. That's not the case. They do have to get them. We just give them a couple extra weeks to get it. So why not do it beforehand, though, uh, Mr. Chancellor? Why not Why not do it before they come in? Because um, obviously we want to make sure everybody's safe, including them. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's a state law. That's not a, something that the chancellor determines. According to state law, all, all families are encouraged to get their kids their vaccinations, uh, but they're given uh, two weeks after the time that you enroll to get it. So so if, if a kid who's been living here and their family's been living here for years uh, shows up on the first day of school, they're not a migrant, they just they, they just go to school. If they don't have their vaccination shots, we do not deny them entry based on state law. Uh, but they're told you got two weeks to get it. And they get it. And they, they, there's never been a concern that they uh, that they will affect other kids and people will get sick. We've never really seen that happen. 
And I certainly don't think that'll be an issue with the other kids as well. And uh, School Chancellor David Bangs, this is Ed Cox, has a question for you. Yes, Chancellor, uh, you have a tremendous signature program and uh, long overdue, and that is introducing high school students to potential jobs they could have after they get out of high school. Could you, could you tell us about that? Hey, thank you so much, because I know you and I have had a chance to talk about that a little bit. You know, for far too long, I think we've had kids going to school and just doing the routine of going to school. And, and, and for, you know, too often, they don't even know why they're in school. They have no idea how it could, could connect to the business community, potential job opportunities for them. And, uh, and so we've made it very clear uh, through a couple of programs that we have, Future Ready NYC, our Modern Youth Apprenticeship Programs. We've got people like, like Bloomberg and Jamie Dimon and others who stepped up, uh, Northwell Health, to provide real internship opportunities paid internships for kids to let them understand while they're still in high school, these are these various career possibilities for you. And so it gives, it gives their high school experience so much more purpose and relevancy. You know, a lot of times you go into an average class and ask a kid, you know, what they're working on, and they'll tell you, I'm just doing my work. They don't even know why they're in school doing the subjects that they do because it doesn't connect to the real world for them. So these, these programs are meant to make it uh, relevant. And uh, we think when kids understand why they're doing it and how it could ultimately lead to a job and a real career for them, you don't have to tell them to show up every day and work hard. They'll do it once they understand the clarity at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the process. That's what we're trying to do. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. Governor Patterson? Chancellor, uh, you've got about 21 to 22,000 uh, young people who are not from the United States in the system. Autom- I mean, I don't know how. I don't envy you in this particular situation because many of them don't speak English. And, of course, there are a number of teachers that you've already hired in addition to what you already have. But how does, how does this play out as the year goes on? And I see it as a ter- tremendous encumbrance on you and all the people who are officials at uh, the, the uh, you know, in the department to try to to grapple with this problem. You, you know, Governor, always good to talk to you. Um, I, I will tell you this. Uh, this is a very large political issue. Uh, so this plays out a little bit above above me. Right. Um, it, it, it has a, a challenge for us uh, financially. It's a, it's a bit of a a challenge for us in terms of our overall resources. But when kids show up, uh, our, our mission is to serve all kids, no matter where they come from. In fact, we don't ask kids where they come from. We just, uh, we serve kids who are here, period. Um, we've got the requisite number of teachers. 
we just made a big announcement today with the United Federation of Teachers that uh, we think is also going to help get hundreds more teachers who are currently working in our system who also have a license to teach bilingual or to teach English as a new language, um, who weren't doing that before because they were tenured with another license. So the new law that, uh, that has gone into effect uh, today immediately allows a teacher who has a backup license as a bilingual educator to use that license if they would like to, if they're offered a position to do that, and they won't lose their tenure uh, in the process. In the past, you would lose your tenure if you did that, and that's the reason why so many chose not to do it. But it's a challenge, but our teachers are meeting that challenge uh, all across the city. Well, you cut out all the red tape, and that was really what moved it along. And I will tell you, Michael Mogul and the UFT worked really hard to do that. You know, there's always been a lot of challenge with the union and the administration and everything else. But I will tell you, under this mayor and this administration, we've worked, worked really hard to try to eliminate a lot of that contentiousness and to say we've got to find the common ground that's going to help all of our kids, no matter where they come from. New York City is a city of immigrants. Chancellor and Banks. this is the most recent wave. Chancellor Banks, John Katzmatidis, and before uh, uh, we go to a hard break, we have about another minute. Um, sure. uh, I went to Brooklyn Tech High School. Uh, we had machine shops. We had uh, we had every er, everything around aviation uh, shops. Um, when I ran for mayor in 2013, I pushed vocational, more vocational schools where kids could learn to use their hands. Uh, do we have a program like that? Uh, are we looking forward to something like that? We've got them all over the city, uh, uh, John. We've got them all, all, all over the city. Uh, in fact, we don't talk about them a lot. You know, I, I was out at Aviation High School uh, 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 just last year. We're working on a program out in Southeast Queens, which is going to connect kids to the aviation industry. Um, we've got all these emerging technologies that kids need an opportunity to learn about. You know, I will tell you this, the, the, the Korean technical education programs today are not your grandfather's CTE programs. The, you know, back then we were doing woodshop and those kinds of things, and we still have some of those. But, but with these emerging technologies that we're seeing in this new economy, um, if kids get the skills and the credentials in those places, um, they will come out of high school, even if they don't go to college. And they can step right into and get the a job. workforce and, and, get, a job. and get a real job. Absolutely. Yeah, That's what we yeah, want to I do. mean, we, we don't want to teach calculus to kids that uh, should not be learning calculus. Uh, Chancellor Banks, thank you so much uh, for coming on. And we, we, we should uh, continue our discussion again another day. But we have to go into a break. Thank you so much. Thank you. Anytime. Thank you.